1: you're tuned in
2: to oilers nation every day with tyler uramchuk live every weekday on the nation network youtube
0: there have been 41 games played this season for the oilers which means tonight is the official start of the second half of their season and it is time for the old oily boys to turn on the jets let's get into things with the lead welcome into oilers nation every day as always this is the lead brought to you by the sports closet every show we are coming to you live from the sports closet studio check them out sportscloset.ca oilers reverse retro gear Gear from whatever team you need. NFL playoffs coming up, Jay. Maybe you want to freshen up your look for your favorite NFL team. They got it all. It doesn't matter the sport. Bills, yeah. Bills, Dolphins. <laughs> while we are in Vegas, Woo, how about I'm excited the Packers yesterday? Jeez, how do you not just um, melted? We got God. we Anyways. got our resident Lions fan in the building, in Liam. And uh, if
3: they ain't, if we ain't going, they ain't going either. Go home, cheeseheads. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now. Do You like the Lions because they are a lion, and that has significant connection <laughs> to England.
3: I I'll say yes, but I like the Lions because the first Madden game I bought had Calvin Johnson on it. Oh, and they had like five ninety nines on the team I was like, oh, they must be great. And I actually learned what football was and realized they're horrendous. Yeah, you got
0: duped, is yeah, what you did. Big time, but big time. Now you're in for a lifetime of pain. Huh? Uh, at least your favorite hockey team is just not disappointing you at all whatsoever as of late. Oh, no, no. Jay, your voice is raspy from yelling. At the screen on it's, Saturday it's night. It's twofold. I said I had skiers cough. It's been yeah.
2: diagnosed as bronchitis, so <laughs> no one can get sick around me. I just have to go through this with a voice and a cough. I took a special lozenge to get through the cane interview. If you notice, I didn't yeah. cough once. And then every, like, the, the seconds before and after, I've been hacking out a lung. But I feel good, but I got a cough. As you can
0: see, it is a Sherwood-Ford Giant game day. But before we get set for what is, I would call, a season-defining road trip for the Oilers, we are going to go back to Saturday night and get into our three big things brought to you by Montana's. This sports season, Montana's is bringing back the viewing party tonight, the daily deal, half-price wings. So if you need somewhere to watch the game tonight, I mean, the easiest decision in the world is to go saddle up at a Montana's. Oh,
2: look at that image. They look so delicious. They look so good. I
0: know. Half-price wings on the screen. That's fantastic. Great it stuff. is
2: fantastic, and I think we're gonna do a we're gonna do a, a lunch uh, activation, a lunch yeah. promotion to people for lunch in Montana.
0: Our ba, our boy uh, Bradley won the last one we did,
2: so uh, coming up, I don't think we'll do it today. No, yeah, so yeah, no, no, stay tuned. I'm stay just, tuned. I'm yeah. teasing. Yeah, we'll do teasing. a have just lunch. like these wings are teasing me. Yeah. We shoot this show right around lunchtime, and then like put up a photo of these delicious plate of wings, and you want me to not talk about wings for twenty minutes? Mm-hmm. Fair. Anyways, Fair uh, our three big things
0: from last night's game uh, we can flash up the graphic here if you want producer Aaron to take a look at how things broke down from a stats perspective Zach Hyman, boy he had himself a game couple of goals, nine shots on net as well, uh, the number stands out the most to me and this will be my number one big thing it was the play of Stuart Skinner they lost 3-2 in overtime, if you told me going into that game that the Oilers were going to lose 3-2 to the Avalanche in overtime, I would have been like hey, that's fine That's okay. It's borderline acceptable. But if you would have shown me this, you give up 46 shots on goal. If you would have shown me that the Oilers were up two nothing in that hockey game and once again blew another two nothing lead. That's my first big thing. Unacceptable. The circumstances in that loss, the way they played and the way in which they lost made that unacceptable.
2: But let's be realistic. That two nothing lead was like not real. It's a mirage. It was just a morale again. Yeah. This isn't like we were up to nothing against the Kraken and then gave it up. Like Colorado was destroying us all game. Yep. Skinner kept us in special teams was there for us. At some point, something had to give. We were not going to win that hockey game.
0: We weren't going to win it to nothing, but so, like without Stuart Skinner making 43 saves oh, it would have been 10, nothing. Yeah, they, they would have gotten shelled. Got, I don't need to throw a stray the direction of Jack Campbell, but if Campbell's in that, they lose that game 8 well, 1.
2: You don't know. There's a whole debate of, like, why didn't we put Campbell in that game after having another that's good game? Because we have to try and get him. Well, that's what else, the power of hindsight, yeah. but we don't know. Cam. Campbell wouldn't have done any better than Skinner did. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But man, that game. Wow. It was. That yeah, was, man. we got outclassed. That is, that is a team that is missing four key guys. Mm hmm. Granted, you know they still have Makar. They still look how deep their their blue line is without Byram and um, who's Manson, the other one? Man- and Manson. Manson. Like two those are two key defensemen. That Brad Hunt on. scored for them. Well, it was oh, the Brad Hunt revenge game. You know that was going to happen. That's how very does Brad on for the Hunt Oilers. score on you? But like that is like that's that, that like you know you can like that's why we got swept in the playoffs. Like the Oilers are here and the Avalanche are here, and we need to do things to help bridge that gap right now. Because that was that was we came out and we sustained the absolute dominance for two periods. Skinner did we 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 bent. Boy did we bend. That was a physically impossible bending without breaking for two periods. And then it just you knew it was gonna happen. And yep. then once again, McKinnon end to end, just embarrassed everybody. You know, can't blame Skinner. Mm-hmm. one-on-one with McKinnon, you know, he's, you know, he's McKinnon.
0: Yeah. This my second big thing from the game was actually that Nathan McKinnon goal. Um, and people really love piling on Darnell nurse for that. And we're Oilers fans. We watched Connor McDavid do his thing on a nightly basis. I have watched Connor McDavid make Victor Hedman look like an American hockey league defenseman in the same building that this goal here was scored last night. Yeah, Like keep it running, Aaron. Cause I want to go back to kind of the start of the goal as well. We gave it the, away. Didn't we? We gave it away. The play is going one direction. A sloppy play by the forwards leaves to it going the other way. Darnell Nurse, you can say what you want about him, and Gregor made this point on the rundown today. Elite skater. Even when his decision-making is bad and his puck skills are bad, he has always been an elite skater. Hmm. Well, If If he has a chance to actually square up one-on-one with Nathan McKinnon there and get a decent chance... He can probably break up that chance, but it's a bad turnover. And then it's the second, third, fourth, whatever you want to call him. Best player in the NHL. One of the most dynamic players
2: off the rush in the NHL coming in full steam. People who are. Why is okay. And this is but but devil's advocate. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. But devil's advocate. Like nurse starts backing away from. You see, he kind of moves away he's trying and then, to
3: build up speed. He's trying to get some motion back. In but,
2: but okay. But build, but why is he building it away? Why, why, why do you guess, get in there to support? Like, yeah, I I, I'm, I'm being nitpicky because I have the power of watching replay. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, but like, it's like, he goes away and then he makes the decision to come in and support a little late. Yeah. Cause it is the, once again, you have to realize it is McKinnon. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to beat CC. You need to know when that guy's on the ice. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's, you, you can look at it both ways. Like, I agree. Like we also turned it over to him, gave him a lot of runway to generate speed, and caught you know the the blue line was not expecting this turnover to happen, yeah. so caught him flat footed. It's like there's a lot of things you can't just hang it all on Nurse. Mm. Uh, it is that was a collective effort of failure outside of Stuart Skinner.
3: I don't really blame on either defenseman. I that's the, the problem point was making. higher up the ice and then it came down. It's like, well, you have yeah. one of the best plays in the league. Yeah. Not, you're, like, you're at a disadvantage immediately. 100%. I mean, yeah.
0: And that's the point I kind of want to make is those two are at a disadvantage yeah. immediately. There yeah. are a lot of things to be upset about in that game. And I saw a lot of people being upset about that goal. And I didn't quite get it. Even the OT winner, right? Like kale that was just a snipe. Hmm. Can't. Whatever. And right before that, oh, Hyman, always, had it. Hyman hit a post. Brett Kulak looking like Leon Dreisaitl himself from the top of there from the face officer go rings one off the bar and it's like so everything went wrong and he still almost won the damn game in overtime uh, quickly before I get to my third big thing the YouTube chat is alive and well on the nation network YouTube hammer that like button if you're there twisted said the sad part about this game is I have zero clue what Oilers team will show up. Oilers can show up and leave mid game to cue the dice roll. And yes, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Deskra was in and says nurse had like half a second to make the right play. Turnover was the main issue. Our guy, rusty, the reckless optimist is in said nurse looks like you think CC has
2: him, but I'm not a hockey player. I don't know. Well, CC's in front of him. Yeah. But CC's started from flat footed to trying to catch up to McKinnon, who has already got like eight steps on him. Like, and he's, like he's Cody Cece, Like he's easy. He's just a a solid defenseman, Mm -hmm. but he's not like the, like the toughest guy to get around either. And it's Nathan McKinnon. Like that's why you pair him up with Darnell nurse usually because Cece's
0: issue. If he had, when he has him is usually mobility based. And so that's, and 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 so that's why,
2: and and to now, now to, cause it's not hanging it on people, but if one person fails, then the team needs to like, you know, there's, there's, there's checks and balances until it gets to the goalie. Like, he leaves, he kind of goes away and leaves him high and dry initially to get burned. Can we
0: Aaron, can we watch it one more time, please? Because there's something I just noticed that I really want to point out. And it's
3: like right it, here, it's right here at the end. Yeah, I know Wait. what you're gonna point out. What, what are is you going on? Well, buddy in the McDavid high-five? jersey, what are you doing? I saw that every single time. Just like, Who is this man?
2: Well, you know what? I expect everyone around the league to high five when Connor McDavid scores. <laughs> <laughs> but we're like. Oilers down two one. This guy's like hell yeah. Maybe he had the over. I don't know. He was oh, well,
0: <laughs> over's alive. Maybe he's just trying
2: to keep it positive,
3: keep it loose. the The <laughs> that's only wild that's maybe a play you want a defenseman to take a penalty on. That would be like my only critic for the defenseman if they even can at that yeah. point. Yeah,
2: well, we had killed off every power play at that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. You're.
3: I mean, it's easy to say. It doesn't
2: matter because yeah. you know what. They were going to get a goal anyways at some point. Like yeah. it just Colorado was playing too good. Like they were just buzzing, buzzing. Yep.
0: Uh, my third big thing this was a point of conversation after uh, the hockey game online. Oilers up to nothing in the second period at the 1650 mark. They get a chance at a five on three for 13 seconds. Jay Woodcroft calls a timeout. I, in the moment, said, hell yeah forget, you know what I was about to say, forget that second unit, let your big dogs rest and try to put that hockey game away in the moment. And a lot of people are mad. No, you got to save your timeout for later. There's never a point later in that game where you really probably would have used the timeout. So, meh, who cares? And that's a chance where you're going to score there. So you have to, you got it. Power play is deadly with your big guns on the ice. Got You've already been out there for a minute 45 or a minute 47. Let them rest up and see if they can like five on three for those guys more often than not as Get a result in a goal, I'd say. I do, we have, do
3: we hit a post on that? I don't know if we hit a post on that. You have yeah. to play to the situation. Yep. Like what if, like you said, there like, wasn't really an opportunity to get another timeout later in the game. What if the others just kind of cruise through a win anyway and didn't need the timeout yep. and then you don't call that, right? Like it's just kind of like, yeah, just but call, it, you call had, in
2: you, the moment. You had to call out all the momentum. So you have to do whatever you can to break that momentum. And yeah. if we can score on that power play, That definitely slows them down a bit and we probably have a win. We just didn't score. I don't I do not disagree with the decision.
0: Yeah. I the power their power play at that point was two for three. It was clearly having a night. Five on three. Yeah. Yeah, You take that time out. I, that's an approach I'd want Woodcroft to take every single time. Uh, original Poozar, our boy watching the show live. He's usually a podcast guy. For those of you that missed the show live, you can always get it as a podcast or watch it later on YouTube. But OP is in and says, I'm totally fine with that time out. Um, at the same time, he doesn't disagree with Rashog's side of it, which was they could have given the full second unit 40 seconds. Yeah, I think... It, and maybe part of this is maybe the first unit's got to come off the ice more often at like the minute 10 mark, right? But how often
2: it, does the second unit score? Why are we trying to... Like,
0: yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at too. Is like, I, I, don't, I do not agree with this. You're the
3: man advantage, and the others probably have a two-man advantage when it's Drysdale and McDavid on the ice on yeah. the power play. We have the best power play in the league, and we yeah. don't score five on five. Yeah, and, it's, yeah,
2: and it's, like, none of it comes from the second unit. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. we have the best PP1 in the league.
0: Yes. There you go. Those are your three big things brought to you by our friends at Montana. So in the game on Saturday, and now we shift our focus to tonight because it is a Sherwood Ford giant game day brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford, the giant where they have the Sherwood Ford parts store, where not only do they have genuine parts needed to keep your vehicle running smoothly, but they have a giant selection of merchandise, clothing and apparel, the perfect gifts and the perfect gear. you know what you get this month when you go there from now till January 31st, you get 10% off. Whew. That's the deal. Forget about it. That's a bargoon, as our friend Frank Saravalli would say. Uh, Tonight, the second half of the season starts. The Oilers, right now, are playing at a 90 point pace. I can do that kind of math because it's just taking 45 and timesing it by two. Um, But there is. Quick maths. Yes, quick maths. There is pressure heading into this road trip. There's pressure, obviously, heading into the second half of the season. And I would go as far as to say this next seven day run. I'll say eight-day run. I'll include the game next Tuesday at home against Seattle. It's season-defining, and I don't think that's a stretch. I don't think that's being hyperbolic or just looking at the moment and not looking at the big picture. I legitimately think how they perform here will, without a doubt, change the course of their season. You go 5-0, and oh,
2: you rattle off a five-game heater on this run. Would you say we need to positively regress?
0: They do need to start positively regressing, um, but – you go on a little five-game heater here and you gain two points on all three of LA, Seattle, and Vegas over this next run. Whew, you're cooking. You are cooking. You, you go are cooking. One, You go one in four. Oh, geez. Knock on wood. It's done. Wrap it up. Pull the plug.
2: I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. This is a playoff team. for?
0: It is. And they have a chance to prove that this week. If you go four and one on this run you don't even have to beat vegas on saturday
2: you, uh, i would love to see you it. need to beat vegas on saturday why because i'll be in attendance you'll be in attendance along with 48 other people on the nation vacation Thanks, oilers man. need to travel to win yes shout out to our friends at ama travel who
0: make these kinds of things all possible will oh, ama be doing- travel
2: hit us with a massive surprise today that uh is providing a lot of value for all the trip growers, not with getting all the details of it. But thank you, AMA Travel, for helping us put on this experience.
0: Yeah, as they do with all of it. And if you missed out on this one, nationgear.ca, if you want to check out the trip on March 10th to Toronto, the big six, the big smoke. We're watching a uh, little Edmonton, Toronto on Saturday night from a suite, It's well, a luxury version of, the, of a nation vacation.
2: Imagine they win there. That'd be amazing. Be amazing. But yeah, you're right. Hopefully the Oilers win on Saturday while we're in attendance. in Vegas. You want to why? Because this is what's going to happen. We're going to go and we're going to place large bets because we're going to be in attendance. And this has done this. They've done this before and we haven't pulled it off. This is the time. All right. It's going to make the vacation.
0: Road trip starts tonight. 830 Mountain Time Puck Drop.
2: That sucks. So I, 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 this is how I know I'm getting older just because I just dread that, but. We'll suck it up.
0: That means it's going to be a late night for our boy, Connor Halley and producer Aaron. And me. Are you joining the show tonight? I'm on the show. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, I was going to hop on the show too, oh, but if you want to do it, maybe well, we well, could all do it. Do a little round table. Sure. Maybe okay. we'll see. Either way, uh, Oilers Nation After Dark is not going to start until like 11 o'clock tonight. But this whole week, every game is late. I know, it sucks. It sucks so much. Uh, but anyways, uh, big game tonight against the LA Kings. The Kings have been playing largely good hockey as of late. They are 7-2-1 in their last 10 games. At home this year, they've been solid 12-7-2. The Oilers, let's look for some positives here. 11-6-1. On the road, so they've been a decent road team
3: so far this year. Hmm, not bad. Yeah, went two and one in L.A. in the playoffs last year. Went two and one in L.A. Is in the, play- the last
2: time we played in L.A. Game seven. Oh, no, game, uh, seven, game seven, game six, game six. And Tyson Berry found the back of the net late, gave the Oilers a big win.
0: Then our guy Vander Kane. Puts it into the empty net, throws up the seven. Rest is history. Uh, So, yeah, Oilers' first trip back to Hollywood since the playoffs last year. The Kings are just such an interesting team for me, as you can take a look at their numbers and kind of the splits between the two sides there. Um, The Oilers score more. The Kings give up more. The Kings are second in the division with a minus four goal differential. That doesn't even
2: make sense. You see the goalie? How many overtime losses do they have? six so what's their real record they're 23 and 20 the oilers are 21 and 20. like it's just oh they so they've played more games than us yeah three more two more so that's huge they've got we have games in hand on them this is a seven back somehow that's more this is like a six point game somehow sure why not that doesn't even
0: make sense but i'm with you on it seven points back at the kings with two games in hand you win tonight Boom! You're five back with two games in hand. This Kings team, I just I don't believe in them. I didn't believe in them from the jump this year. And when I look at this team, like their roster's solid, but their goaltending is just a
2: whole different God, world you of just junk. Hate their goaltending—it's so bad, and it was bad last year. Is it Seattle bad? Seattle is
0: rolling. Seattle is rolling. Their goaltending also sucks, but at least their goal differentials respectable. LA basically gets blown out or wins by one.
3: Their, their best goalie is Felix, Felix Cople- Copley. Phoenix Copley. Copley. Yeah. Wow. He's actually been so. This is the last few games: 950,
2: 810, 930, 852, thirty, eight fifty two, nine twenty. Oh, so he's due for an eight. Is he, he playing today? He he's should the be expected star. Yeah, he's yeah that's okay. The yo yo that is Phoenix Copley. He's
3: Ten and two on the season. <laughs> What's his goals against average? Um, three. Oh, sorry, two fifty two. With a 904 save percentage. So that means he's, games. that
2: means that, oh, shit. is LA allowing a lot of shots or not a lot of shots and the goalies just let them out?
0: No, they've actually been a pretty good five on five team. I was looking at their logs uh, before we went live today. So in, they've uh, seven straight games with under 25 shots against at five on five and six straight games with under 10 high danger Corsi events against.
2: How good were our five on five stats against Colorado?
0: <laughs> How good? Yeah. I mean, Jay, I'm kind of scared to pull up the numbers live. Like, um, hang it in the Louvre. The Oilers got outshot 33-15, to 15, but only outscored 1-0. Which means... Skinner? Yeah, Skinner. I love that they play that sound in the arena too whenever he makes a big stop. Uh, but the Oilers got caved at 5-on-5 five five against Colorado. But before that, it was three straight really good games at 5-on-5 five five for the Edmonton Oilers, but they're playing a Kings team tonight who... Doesn't give up a lot at 5-on-5. Five and, five. and you can go ahead and throw those up, uh, the D-pairings for the LA Kings tonight. We'll get into our full lineup report here as well. Mikey Anderson with Drew Doughty. All my homies hate Mikey Anderson. Sean Dursey with Matt Roy. Alex Edler with Sean Walker. Those are three pretty solid pairings. Who's running Edler? Yeah, we also hate Edler tonight, yes. Can't forget that.
3: Who is running Edler? I also hate Drew Doughty for his reaction to the knee of chirping immediately.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to our guy, Sean Dursey who made the play behind the net oh, yeah. on McDavid's winner in game seven last year, where he just decided to start yelling at the ref while Connor McDavid got like three more scoring chances. Um, that was great. But this Kings blue line is really solid. Up front, the LA Kings are actually pretty deep. Quinton Byfield's up on the top line for them tonight. So a big opportunity for the former second overall pick. Kopitar and Kempe on that line. Deneau with Ayafalo and Arvidson. Blake Lazat with Gabe Viardi and Kevin Fiala. Kevin Yal, 42 points on the year playing on the third line. I'll have a point on that in just a second. Rasmus Kapari with Jarrett Anderson Dolan and Brendan Lemieux is the fourth line. The LA Kings have six players in that forward group who have scored double-digit goals. They have two on the top line, two on the second line, two on the third line. They spread it out. The Oilers have four players in double-digit goals, one on the first line, three on the second line, none in the bottom half of that lineup. In fact, there's only two other guys on the team who've hit five goals this year, and it's up in the top left there with Klim Costin and down in the bottom right with Derek Ryan. These are the expected
2: lines tonight for the Oilers, as you can see on your screen. Why do we even say Costin starting with McDavid? He plays like 10 minutes with him.
0: Yeah, and then they rattle McDavid around because they're going 11-7, and seven, which I don't hate. I do want to see more of my boy Clem though, because I think he could, uh, I think he could be a decent fit there until Kane's back. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. And then when, we could have a hell of a third line. And then we could have a hell of a third line. Like I talked about this on Oilers nation radio last Friday and we can keep these up while I go through this exercise. So I don't lose my spot. But when Kane's back, I think you can almost keep that top line the same on the second line. Even if you keep that the same, Running like a Vander Kane with McLeod and Yarvey might not be a terrible look. Like Kane, do you, do you not think Kane can, when he's back and healthy and humming,
2: he gets something done by himself? Or, so or you listen, a Vander Kane sat exactly where I'm sitting right now, which is just yeah. crazy. I wouldn't have said say. this idea to his face. <laughs> he even said, like, and it's true mm-hmm. that it's you have to you have to think and like you have to be a. They like get a, a very smart player to be able to play with McDavid and dry settle. Yeah, right. Uh, so you know Kane has that ability. Mm-hmm. So why? Why? Like what? Okay. Like anyone who understands how to play in the McDavid beautiful mind space, like you, do, you let them yeah. play in there because as you saw, he makes hay. He does. Yeah, we need fair. goals. So if you go Mc... five on five goals too, McDavid Kane
0: Yamamoto top line. Sure. Okay. And then you'd have Nuge Dry and Hyman as your second line. They, yep. they actually, I think they're fine together. And then your third line would be Kostin, Puliarvi, and McLeod. It's not terrible.
2: I don't <sighs> mind that. Or you go Holloway up there somewhere. Now, when's Holloway get his, like,
3: here's when does he get his push up? September and, 2023. You think so? Probably, I, like, I if it hasn't don't come, come think At any point now, he's had. There's been so many opportunities, and he's not. Coming. And I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm gonna ask. No, he's, he's a left
2: shot, isn't he? Uh,
1: All the way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He is. Because yeah, he, he doesn't solve their righty centerman problem. Yeah. <sighs> you know what I thought? Evan Bouchard never should have taken Duncan Keith number two.
3: Isn't he a three numbers in the NHL now? Didn't he start as ten, then go seventy five, and then two? I don't think so. Or did he just have ten? He should in have stayed
2: seventy five. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big jersey to fill.
3: Or if you're gonna do it, don't do it immediately after you retire. So he was so maybe
0: no,
2: he was seventy five last year. Well, okay, it must have been 10 in Jr. Then
1: he was uh,
0: two with the Golden London Knights. Maybe in Baco. Um, anyways, I had a point to make. Oh, so we've been talking a lot about how. One of Derek, Ryan, or Yanmark have to go on waivers when Kane's back. I think they waive Fogle. He's been scratched.
3: I mean, it kind of gives you a bit more flexibility. To and, you, I it?
0: mean, you probably want someone to claim him as well to get that money off. No, the one, no one's going to. Yeah. So, like, who has, because of his cap hit, if you need to make money for when Kane's back, who has a better chance of being claimed? Yanmark,
2: Ryan, or Fogle? Yeah. It's pro- focused Jan- Janmark is a very serviceable bottom six. I yeah. fear a team would take a stab at Janmark. Yeah, and he, he cleared the yeah, first time, so. right? Yeah, but it was during like, like the- early in the season yeah. and stuff, and people were trying to figure out without like a team that's trying to make a run, like, and and, and they need a little bit of bottom six depth. Like Yanmark's very serviceable. So, Derek yeah. Ryan, I think maybe could get through ish. Like mm-hmm. he's a smart hockey player, but
3: yeah, I, I guess the one thing I would have against trade him. Uh sorry, waving Fogel? is is that not just decreasing his value a little bit?
2: But the market already knows what his value is. That's the reason why he's passing through waivers.
3: Yeah, I guess if he gets all the way through, but my I guess you're not gonna get anything from if you put him on waivers.
2: But the market tells if he clears waivers, the market tells you that he's not worth anything. Also he would give you a yeah. six round pick.
3: Yeah, I guess that's
2: true. As so well. it's like you you hope that someone takes him so you don't have to give anything up for <laughs> someone to take
3: him. Yeah, to add anything to it.
2: Uh, Going to the YouTube chat where people are answering this
0: question. Uh, Tyler Mulek says Fogle's getting waived or traded for show. Uh, Rusty says if you wave Fogle, you may as well trade him to get something back. I don't think you're getting anything back for him right now. Is the problem? Uh, Cato says Derek Ryan. AJ said Yanmark for sure. AJ, I think this might be his first time commenting on the show, so welcome to the show, AJ. Uh, Troy says keep Ryan. Okay. Uh, Gavin, not Gavin the intern, uh, says Fogel is donezo. Mark says wave nurse. Hard to argue with that, right? How would that be taken the wrong way by anybody? I
3: think Uh, think Ryan is more valuable to this team than we give him credit for. Like we literally just said, there's two other players on this team have five or more goals outside of the top four, and Derek Ryan's is one of them, and he plays on the fourth line. Yeah, I think he's too valuable to lose. Yeah, Yeah. you can't let him. He's serviceable.
2: Yeah, he's and that's why PK good, and then you know he. He gets
0: shorties. Um, Tyler Mulick, though, with a good question, he says, does that actually change our cap troubles because we can only bury so much? Yeah, like yeah. no matter which one you send down of those three, you're only getting $1.1 million in cap relief from yeah. that. So that is a part of it. It's equal cap relief unless they get claimed because if Fogel gets claimed, all the money's coming off the books. So,
2: yeah. I don't really get claimed.
0: Let's get to our Sherwood Ford giant keys to victory for this evening's hockey game. I got one
2: loaded up. Go for it. Offense, no offense, offense,
0: offense, 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 offense,
2: offense. Five on five, five on five, five on five, five on five. Yep. Totally.
0: It's the five on five offense for the Oilers tonight is going to dictate or it's going to be, that'll be how they control this hockey game. We now know enough about this hockey team and I'll admit you were right. The blue line's not getting better. <laughs> It only t- I, I wanted to give him at least. I'm the first not even, half.
2: I don't even want to rub it in your nose, but like, we, I, I was waiting for that breaking point of you saying, oh, the D's got to play better. Like, yeah, it's not.
0: It's, it, that's it's what we have. Need a trade. Need a trade. Need a trade. So the D's not getting better. This team is not going to win hockey games by playing it
2: tight, by winning
0: 2 1 or 3 1. But you
2: need to, you need to be able to get. Yeah, be competitive well, in those types of games. not every game is going to be a blowout. Exactly.
0: But the Oilers can control the pace of this hockey game. I should have maybe added an extra point on there. You're not going to win a lot of games, or this team isn't. When you're in your zone a ton, you're just defending well, keeping teams to the outside, and then getting a few chances. They're going to win games because they control the pace of play with their offense.
2: So, sorry, Liam, I'm going to jump in here for one okay. second. We just need to nail down our identity for the season because it's not consistent. Like what worked last year? Yes, we had an improved blue line. We had, you know, some leadership stuff. But like, why did we beat the Calgary Flames? Because we attacked them with speed and they had a really good blue line. So like, why not just like, you know what? We're the speed guys. They dictated the play with their offense. That's what I'm saying. So like, let's be the speed guys. Like Colorado just came and just whipped us at speed. We didn't really bring much speed. But like, let's go back to the things that like, why was last season so good? we brought speed was a big element of our game so let's lean into that yeah because like we're not going to bruise you we're not physically going to deter you we know that yes maybe we should add in some meat into the lineup but meat that can skate that meets the speed agenda because speed's going to allow us to break our five on five issues mm-hmm. if we're fasting the team we're pushing the pace and we got them on their heels these are where five on five opportunities happen and this is clearly an area of improvement, but a skill that we actually have in the lineup. So let's lean into that. All right. That's
0: my key. I love it. Lean into the speed. I'm saying control the five on five offense. Let that win you the game. Liam,
3: what do you like? I just want to counter the point of the defense isn't getting better. Oh no. God, I, I, I agree. It definitely needs help. But he needs since help. coming back from, Christmas, don't tell me that Evan
2: Bouchard is an elite NHL defenseman. <laughs> no, I
3: will not. Okay. Be thank you. That. you. Two one, seven two. Then they allowed two against Winnipeg. Obviously the Kraken was crappy. Two against the Islanders, and then Avalanche was fell apart a little bit. But like defensively, like they're not allowing as many goals. They were better they for were. a
2: couple of games. Well, I like last, but last Christmas. game wasn't like we weren't great. Like that was no, Stuart Skinner.
3: That, yes. Yeah, that's that's probably the only one though, right? That was like uh, besides the Kraken. But then team defense like the too,
2: right? It's it's also team defense tightens up in those games. It's a collective effort, but like mm-hmm. yeah. we can't like if if we're not playing team D, de- like yes, we should always be playing team defense, right? Like that that helps. But like if the forwards are cheating or not as much defensively, we got to be able to at least rely on our defense to sometimes steal a game for yeah. us. And, yeah. and
3: and in those instances, they can't. I think the only game out of that group, I guess, where they, the defense almost stole a game for us would have been the Winnipeg one. They actually played pretty well defensively, but just couldn't score a goal, right? Yeah, if I remember so. But the goals against are going down, the penalty killers got better since Christmas, yeah. but it definitely, the team needs help. There's no denying that at all, yeah. but it seems to be the team doesn't know where to get help from, which is becoming a bit of an issue as well.
2: And then we have to improve our five on five play, which mm-hmm. can't be so reliant on special team. It's great. It's good to know that like, if we, if, if we get a power play, there's a good chance for like, that's a powerful weapon, but it can't be the only weapon. Mm-hmm.
0: Aaron, can we quickly get the Oilers forward lines back up, please? Uh, Oilers taking to the skate, taken to the ice right now for their morning skate. Take these, crumple them out, and throw them in the garbage because we have new lines to talk about. Forget about those ones.
2: Oh, I don't have a voice. Can't do my. Yeah, don't do that. Thing. Sorry, everyone. McDavid
0: with Costin and Yamamoto stays the same. Drysital Hyman and Ryan McLeod on the second line right. of the left wing. Okay. Speed. Ryan Nugent Hopkins on the third line with Matias Yanmark on the right side and Warren Fogle on the left side.
3: That can only mean one thing.
0: Fogle. Pugliarvi's out. Derek Ryan will center a fourth line with Dylan Holloway on the left side and Yessa Pugliarvi on the right side. So if they go 11-7 and based off this, one of Pugliarvi, Ryan, or Holloway are likely out of the lineup and i would not be the least bit surprised if it is the bison king as the odd man out not it even either. a little
3: you need to send messages i think that's what they just did with fogo right like you're out yep. for two games because you've not been good enough well you obviously had that low stretch of like maybe what was it four games where he was kind of getting some points but yep. He hasn't done a lot the last couple either. So
0: he's gotten chances with skilled players. Yep. He has three goals in 41 games. He has 61 shots on goal in 41 games. Plus, minus isn't a great stat, but he is dash 13, matches jersey number. Um, probably why. Yeah, it's probably why he keeps it at that number. Um, but yeah, I think if you want to send a message to guys not producing, again, you can talk about the analytics, you can talk about the numbers, the shot support, blah, 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 blah. Bottom line, you're at the halfway point of the season now. You gave that guy a ton of chances to start scoring on on his looks. He's not. If you had to healthy scratch someone from this lineup, I think it is Yessupouliarvi right now. Fogel did his time. He sat out. He's also scored one more goal than Yessupouliarvi in 13 last games. Two less points than Yessupouliarvi in 13 last games. Fogel comes out or comes back in. Showcase Fogel. If you go, is everything okay, Liam?
3: Yeah, my phone fell. Okay. Uh, I'm good. All right. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. I... I don't think it would be the most insane idea to sit 13.
2: I know you're not going to disagree with me. I just, what, let's just do maybe whatever, he stays man. in Anaheim on Wednesday. Let's just do whatever. Let's just start winning hockey games. Apparently we're a second half team. Well, it's the second half officially. Let's go on a run, restore our like confidence and what we think, you know, that this team really is. Yep. It's very annoying right now.
0: AJ just said in all capital letters, yes. Troy says JP's where he deserves to be. Gavin says, I like this. AJ said 13 for sure. Jake wonders if JP's getting traded. Maybe. <laughs> Loomis, McLeod, Dry Hyman, digs it. Uh, Rusty likes the second line. Mix it up, see what happens. And he wouldn't be mad if JP got scratched. Uh, Curtam is in and says, I think the trade deadline's late in the season. 85% season is dumb. Some players take a while to get chemistry with their new team. Trade deadline. That's why I trade now. Trade now, for Frank. Us. Frank kind of wondered about that today on the rundown. I was listening to it and I agree with him. So, his one thing was he thinks the Oilers are maybe looking a little bit harder than some other teams. I'm paraphrasing, so don't quote me on that. But it was something along those lines of the Oilers might be looking for something. Maybe not something major, but maybe something. And maybe a Pouliot deal is that something, not major. <laughs> maybe.
2: Maybe. Yeah, I, I, you sure. <sighs> Must need some tweaks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> need some tweaks. Tyler says Holloway would be a good candidate as well for a healthy scratching. I don't buy that fully. No. Um, I, I think you need him to play, right? Like Hamblin, they even sent back down to Bakersfield. He was playing for him the other day in Calgary. So
3: I think, so here's the difference between for Yamamoto and Holloway to Fogel and Puyavi. When Yamamoto and Holloway aren't scoring goals, at least they're doing something positive on the ice. Yep. Where Hollow, uh, sorry, Fogel and Puyavi, when they're not scoring goals, they're almost doing nothing but
2: else. that's not what the Pouliarvi truthers say.
3: Well, I'm not a-
2: puli is effective and makes everyone around him better for his away what he does away from the puck.
3: It's probably because he plays with McDavid so much and McDavid makes him look better. That's my speculation on it.
0: Really? You're telling me McDavid might make someone look better. He makes the stats
2: a little bit better
0: at least. Huh. What an interesting line of thinking. <laughs> Weird,
2: eh? Yeah, it's weird. It's a shame. No, no. I was, I was, I was surprised on uh, after hours or oh, this nation after dark. Or after no, uh, hours? on uh, S- S- Hockey Night Canada after yeah, hours. Our, our competitor for <laughs> post game coverage. Yeah, uh, with McDavid, he was. I obviously they didn't, they, they didn't dig too much into the ga- game, but like he didn't seem too ups, like He didn't come off as being. He, he, yeah. he buried his his frustration, mm-hmm. and just came off very pleasant.
3: How about there. those socks? Did you see that? You see we should
0: have had that clip ready to go. Actually, that's yeah, an oversight. I on only
3: saw it coming onto this actually.
0: I know, I saw it what was Waz that with the socks. I didn't notice. He's been wearing the He's same socks as his whole Oh career. shit, the ones he yeah, played. Oh my yeah. god. Those are gnarly. I love it. His like toes are coming let's out. Let's find
2: of out what breaths get. Let's let's get him some more socks of those socks. Whatever they are. Tell us what they are. We'll do some digging. I'll start doing some garage sale hunting for you. <laughs> Mission get whatever it takes, socks. man. That should be so, that is, that is Oilers Nation's duty. If, if, we, if we can find out what those socks are, we have to go find them some more. Why not? Uh, let's move along to our
0: Betway sock bets. drive. The nation <laughs> sock drive. Yeah, please, we're starting to go fun docks. Uh <laughs> Reed says trade short. He's just doing that to make you mad, Liam. Don't get rattled it before was. your big segment. It um what do you like tonight? Oilers, they are favorites against the LA Kings. I don't. So why,
2: why are the books like what? We're playing a team on the road that is higher than us in the standings. Why are we the favorite?
0: Because even the books know the Kings are frauds. I'm
3: <laughs> okay. sorry for that. Well, Connor McDavid's plus money to score a goal tonight. So, I mean, you.
0: I like Connor McDavid to score more than I like the Oilers to win. So, yeah. Giddy so up.
3: You just gotta. And then Zach Hyman... Shooting the puck is just the biggest lock in the NHL at the moment. He had nine shots the other day. Yeah.
2: And Always. he hit the post. So
3: 10 yeah, shot attempts. 10 shots. Yeah. So I mean, we got to
2: tweet that sock go. photo out. We Always literally have that. to do a call to action. It's coming. So, uh,
3: swing them up. Aaron.
2: Focus on the betting. No, focus on the betting, Aaron. We need the lucky That's socks. It. It's connected to That's the betting. It. Those are the Those bets. socks is what leads to Connor plus 105 hitting tonight.
0: Okay. Sure. Aaron, put the socks on the screen. Oh.
2: Connor, by <laughs> boy, you can't be selling picks like this for free. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find him more socks. God, we got to listen. Literally, Waz, if you're listening, because I know I'm a loud talker, even with this voice, we got to take this photo. We got to do a sock drive. We got to find some more of those socks for Connor.
3: I that not hurt on the front of the skates, like just toe on skate. But he likes how he he they likes grab a the the skate because yeah. it's funny. Like more you wear grit.
2: different socks and how they fit in a skate. Sometimes it feels like your foot doesn't even feel like it's uh-huh. so small on your skate because the socks makes it so slippery.
0: Uh, the Oilers are plus 130 in regulation tonight, Jay. Mm? Plus 187 on the
2: puck line. I mean, sure. Uh, like I'll, I'll dabble a little bit tonight. Yeah, but this I literally, a- I want to tell everyone. Yeah, I literally had it loaded and I was going to hit send on a very, for me, a substantial bet on the Colorado Avalanche comeback at plus 600 after the second period. And I couldn't in my heart of hearts. Do it i'm like jay you're an oilers fan man this you can't do this and then i didn't it would have made me a lot of money but i didn't do it because i only i i bet with my heart and i hope for some reason only bet on the browns and the oilers fair enough sometimes
3: i like to parlay them together actually so i was at the sports closet the other day nice Which which location sure park hell yeah got my That's mama new oilers jersey excellent yeah so I saw they had some nation gear in there, and there was a hat which was ah. strikingly familiar to the Cleveland Browns colors. And I was wondering if that was inspired by a Cleveland Browns fan.
2: You know, the subconscious is very powerful. Mm-hmm. And it makes you think certain colors, like anything that's blue and orange, I see, I'm like, that's so nice. <laughs> anything that's brown, I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Like, you look, you look at some, I, my, my ski attire used to be orange pants and blue jacket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, Jay, like, you're just. You got to, you got to, you're too much. <laughs> so yes. So yes, it was. I mean, it, the design got presented like, oh yeah, we got to run with that. Makes Someone sense. knew their audience. Shout out to the sports closet.
0: Also shout out to our friends at star mechanical new sponsors here on the show. One of Edmonton's top new home plumbing installers for the last 20 years, but they can do whatever you really need them to do. Check them out. starmechanical.ca. It's furnace
2: season. I don't think they do furnaces mechanical plumbing and gas fitting jay yeah but gas to your furnaces maybe
0: if maybe you need ask. furnace
2: support is what i'm saying yeah. star mechanical
0: i come from a long line of star mechanical plumbers
2: oh yeah it's in the family
0: my dad worked for star mechanical 20 some years ago exactly my uncle he Brian does worked work there, doesn't he? my cousins exactly nick and adam my neighbor red there is a star mechanical vehicle parked outside my house 24 7 well when he's not at work most of the time, it's there. Yeah, right, when Reds, home. Yeah, yeah, He doesn't work from home, but he. The, the, I see it every day when I come home. Star Mechanical. It's there. They're around. They're trustworthy is the point I'm making here. Uh, all right. Heardham was in, says, I feel like this is going to be another extremely boring LA game. If the Kings have a lead first, they're going to play their typical keep away for the remainder absolutely boring curtam then chimes in again and says the kings are just boring to watch so hammering home that point and i respect it because i don't like the la kings either i think they are boring and i think the oilers need to do the best to play their brand of hockey that is the oilers brand that is fast that is offense heavy drive the puck the other way the best offense or the best defense is a good offense in my opinion and that should be the way the oilers are operating this evening
3: can i ask you a question that was asked in the chat okay So Reed asked, if you got to be GM for a month, what are you doing with this current situation with the team and why?
0: Finding out the truth on what Arizona wants for uh, Chikrin.
2: That's probably task one. Doing whatever it takes to make our defense, our blue line, more defensively strong and nasty, and then addressing some bottom six needs.
0: Yeah, I'd probably... like The easiest move would probably be add some elements of toughness to your bottom six being tougher to play against that'd probably be like an easy kind of thing or easier relatively
3: speaking yeah what would you do i think i'm froze max Domi is what i would do i mean i like the chicken idea what if he's not available then i see what the other options are but like his value and what he brings to the game is kind of very like kind of exactly what the team needs right
0: fair enough Kyler is in and said, I grabbed a Hyman reverse retro just in time for my trip up to Edmonton next week from the sports closet. More variety than the big store themselves. Sick. There you go, Kyler. It works. Sportscloset.ca. That is going to be a wrap on today's short for giant game day edition of the show. Shout out to Montana's sports closet and star mechanical as well. We'll be back tomorrow. Noon mountain time as we count down the days. Until we'll be doing this show live from Las Vegas. Look forward to chatting with you tomorrow. Get a nap in. Get an extra coffee in. And enjoy the late start tonight, everybody.
2: Planning for your next trip?